Genesis 30. So I only made it about halfway through this one because I got very sidetracked. So I guess we'll continue tomorrow. This one starts off with Rachel didn't see uh, that she was bearing children. It's fairly obvious at this point. Uh, her, her sister had a couple of sons and she had none. So Rachel saw that she was not bearing children and she envied her sister. Uh, in the course of wandering through a bunch of stuff that comes after this, uh, I ran across somebody's definition of envy. And envy, in, in this definition, was uh, grieving somebody else's uh, good. So when somebody else has something good, you are grieving that goodness. And, and that grieving is, is something that God just hates, like, like so much. Uh, and that's, you can see that a lot in, um, in Psalms and Proverbs especially but scattered throughout how God hates envy. And, and here, uh, Rachel is definitely doing that. And so she, she went to Jacob and said, give me sons or I'll die. And Jacob at this point throws his hands up and he says, I, am I in the place of God? Who, like, did I withhold children from you? Like, why are you getting mad at me? And so then she gave her servant Bilhah to him and said and she said go sleep with her and she will bear children for me um, and through her I can build a family or I can build uh, a family is added and so he does he, he, he went and uh, and Bilhah conce conceived and bore Jacob a son and so then uh, Rachel's super happy about that and then Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son and then she says this thing, and this is actually where I spent most of my time. She said, in my wrestlings with God, I have wrestled with my sister and won. And she named him Naphtali. And I was looking at that and I was like, I have not read that before. And I think it's because I haven't read through this in the Holman Christian Standard version. And in several other translations, they just get rid of that first section there. The, in my wrestlings with God, they just say, I have wrestled greatly with my sister. And so that was confusing. So I went and looked that up. And there's a few interesting words to look up in here and then some context and some, uh, some comparative things. So this word, this, um, uh, my, in my wrestlings, that, that word is a, it is the only time that that is ever used in that tense in the whole Bible. So difficult to, you know, interesting to try figure out how to translate that. The other word, so there's wrestled, wrestlings and wrestled twice. Um, so there, the other one is used other places in the Bible. So we, we, can, we can get some better context and, and that with the, the second tense of the word. But the wrestlings is in a different tense. And this word wrestlings is translated as wrestling, but it's also translated as like the, the root word there is translated as um, uh, crafty or uh, crooked or uh, twisted. Um, in fact, if you, if you wrestle with somebody, it's the, the word is, I twisted with them, is, is the literal translation of this word wrestling. But it's also used in a, met, in a, um, a metaphorical, um, 
Uh, where if you if you wrestle with somebody, you can wrestle physically with somebody and like try and like fight them. Uh, or it can be I was crafty with them and I wrestled mentally or strategically with them. I had cunning or I was shrewd. Uh, so let's see. So in Proverbs eight eight it says, uh, "Righteous words are in my mouth; nothing crooked or perverse." And that word crooked is the same word as wrestled. So um, nothing twisted or crooked. Um, and so that's in the, like, that's uh, usually crooked and perverse and twisted are uh, really bad connotations. They're not, they're not holy, they're not godly, they're not good. And then, uh, then the other uh, form of that is used in uh, Psalm 18.26, which is confusing because there's another word for crooked that's used here. And it's not that one. Um, it's actually the word shrewd in this one. To the pure you show yourself pure, but with the crooked you prove yourself shrewd. And so this is describing a quality of God as God being shrewd to the wicked, but showing himself pure to the pure. And so it's a it's positive, but it's also like shrewd is, uh, well, shrewd is like a neutral, I guess. It can be used for good or evil. In this case, uh, God being shrewd with the with the crooked is good makes sense so back to back to this so the the first phrase in here in my wrestlings with god comma um, that's actually just two words in hebrew and a lot of the translations remove the god part of that entirely but it's literally wrestling's god and it's it's um let's see should have written that down. It is um, Naphtali, Naphtalim, Naphtalinu, eh, one of those. No, Naphtali. What's with the E on the end? Um, Naphtali Elohim. So Elohim being God. And the Naphtali, which is then turned, you know, trend, you know he, she, she changed it just a little bit to. Naphtali, which is the name of this son. So she, with the shrewdness of God, or with the craftiness of God, um, she defeated or wrestled with um, and overcome her sister that she has been uh, twisting with all of these years. It's interesting that there's, she finds great victory in finally having a children using shrewdness. And this is the same shrewdness that they heard about their um, their grandfather doing. Well, and and that's how, yeah, that's, I mean, it's interesting that, that she considered that shrewdness, but I don't know, it's, it's giving up a lot to give your slave to your husband multiple times for a while because you don't just have sex once and have a baby. That's not how that works. So that was interesting and took me way too long to dig through and, and look up these words and, and dig around. So then um, Leah had stopped having children at this point. She had four children at this point. And uh, and so she told her slave, Zil Zilpah, uh, to go to Jacob, and she gave her to Jacob as a wife. 
and Zilpah um, bore Jacob a son. And what's interesting is the naming differences here, is that Leah, at least in the way that she's naming her kids, seems that she's pretty either um, full of herself or contented or happy. But the way that she's acting does not indicate that that's the case. So she names this, this kid Gad, which means uh, what good fortune. And then the next one, uh, I am happy that the woman call me that the women call me happy. And she named him Asher. And then there's a weird story about a mandrake. So mandrakes are a, a plant that is supposed to be an aphrodisiac and it's supposed to uh, promote um, uh, promote fertility. It's got a little flower on it, and it's really rare in this area. So there's not a lot of them, and they, you know. So Reuben, who is the, the oldest of Leah, found this mandrake plant, and he knew that his mom was struggling with infertility at this point. Leah had stopped having children um, long enough for uh, her slave to bear two children. So that's a, you know, it's, it's a while. It's at very least 18 months. Uh, probably more. And and so he, he found this and he brought it back for his mom. But Rachel uh, ran across him and she, also struggling with infertility, wanted them as well. But what Leah wanted more than fertility was she wanted love from her husband. Apparently she hadn't been with her husband for a while. And so... Rachel actually traded a night with Jacob for herbs. And that's just wrong. Like, you, you don't trade stuff for sex. That's, like, that's not okay. Like, it's, it's not okay in anybody's book. Like, that's... Even, even among married people, like, you, that was one of the things that um, we've covered in, I think, premarital counseling. That, like, you don't... That's not a bargaining chip. Sex is not a bargaining chip. Just like, like you don't you don't bargain for things to give hugs and listen to your spouse. Like, that's just part of what you do. As you know, just part of the package deal of how to be a loving spouse. So, yeah. So she she uh, did that, and as a result, God heard. Leah. So one of them, Rachel, um, using her cunning and twisting and conniving and envy, got herself this aphrodisiac that's supposed to help her somehow, because at this point, I think she's, she's reaching out for anything. She's not fully trusting in God. She's, she's searching for other options. And God didn't listen to that. God listened to the one who didn't get the herbs, who didn't get the, um, the, the mandrakes, and uh, Leah conceived again and and bore Jacob a fifth son, and then a sixth son. And then after, yeah, and then, um, yeah, then the, and then they had a daughter as well. And then God remembered Rachel and opened her womb. And this is after, this is after the slaves have each had two and Leah has had six. Rachel has had zero. 
So then Rachel had one. And then later she has one more. So the score is Leah 6 and her slave 2. And then Rachel 2 and her slave 2. So total score, 8 to 4. Winner, Leah. <laughs> but really in the end, none of them won. Because they were fighting and conniving and full of envy and dissent and manipulation and and Leah never had the love from Jacob that she wanted and she eventually poured all of her love into her children in hopes that he would love her because of them and Rachel this entire time was just full of envy and bitterness toward her sister until she manipulated and used her husband as a tool to get what she wanted and eventually ended up with a couple of kids and and her heart was just so twisted at that point you gotta step back at one point and be like wow what what cost like oh man it's just I, I don't understand why somebody would go to those lengths maybe I do Was it worth it? Was it worth it to destroy yourself? To get what you wanted? When at the other end of it, you got, a, you got something, but you destroyed yourself along the way. Man drinks. Man. So, there's a... I didn't even make it through half the chapter, I think. There's, a, there's another quite a bit before the end of chapter 30. And I'm going to cover that tomorrow. And that's when Jacob starts to leave. What's interesting is the next verse is, after Rachel gave birth to Joseph, Jacob asked Laban, we got to go. Can we take our stuff and leave? And then there's a whole thing going on with Laban because he's, he's got control issues. But, but yeah, we'll leave that for another time.